Welcome to Pleb Chain Radio, a live show brought to you by Plebs for Plebs, which focuses on the intersection of Nostra and Bitcoin protocols. Join QW and Avi as they run down the weekly news and developments, breaking down the current thing and the future frontier with the foundation of decentralization, the builders, thinkers, doers, and plebs. All right, we are live. Welcome, gentle plebs, to episode number 19 of Pleb Chain Radio. Today is Friday, July 14th. It is 6.30 p.m., 6.31 p.m., Eastern time in the US. We have a great show ahead uh, for everyone today. The man of the moment, Max DeMarco, creator of the Nostra documentary, which has tens of thousands of views just a couple of days after being uploaded to YouTube, will be joining us shortly to talk about his journey and, and the movie. Uh, really excited to talk to Max. Uh, and of course, uh, in a few minutes, we'll have Gondolorian and Marseille, both from the Nostra Report, leading us through the lightning round, a weekly recap of the news events on Nostra and beyond. But first, we'll start with a little bit of uh, chit-chat of our own QW, starting with uh, the lightning summit, which of course, Gondolorian is going to speak a little bit more about um, in, in the lightning round. But the lightning summit that's ongoing in Nashville, maybe it's wrapping up today, uh, where we've seen some uh, really interesting and exciting announcements. There was uh, Zeus talking about creating a Lightning wallet which has a node on the phone, uh, right? So it's, your phone opens a Lightning channel with the Zeus node, presumably. He's also yeah, talking about. And I think that's similar to like the Phoenix wallet, right? It, it was something similar to that as far as how it's going to be implemented. Well, the, based on what, what uh, Evan Kaludis, the CEO of Zeus, said, it sounds like it. Uh, I think the devil's going to be in the details. Phoenix and, of course, Breeze as well have a similar setup. So it'll be interesting to see because he's also mentioned potentially supporting Ellen addresses or Lightning addresses, I should say, which will be interesting because a Lightning address it can be, you, you know, you can zap to it or whatever, even when the phone is off. Uh, Right, or, or people are going to try doing that. For example, with Breeze, and I believe with Phoenix as well, you, the app needs to be open uh, for you to receive payments. But if it's uh, if there's a Lightning address associated with it and the app is off and then someone tries to zap you on Nostra, I don't know what that means. Um, so it'll be interesting to dig into the details there. So there was Zeus, there was um, Mutiny Wallet uh, announcing their wallet. I, you know, some of us have played around with it. A much-awaited one, wasn't that about three, four months since the sign-up or the the, the 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 kind of getting on the list? Yes, and I feel rugged, QW. I don't know about yeah, you because I do, I do too. Well, right, because we got on the wait list months ago, and then we got this really exciting DM on Nostra saying, "Hey, uh, you're it's ready." waitlist slot and then the next day they announced that it's open to the public so what was the point of the waitlist i i don't know that was the whole deal too and um i, I it's it's i i i don't know um it, it's very interesting that they went from a, a you know a beta uh you know join our join join up test it out this is what i want you to test and then the next day public it's um you know i guess it's all just 
one. I, I just don't feel like it might be a finished product. I feel like it might have been a little bit rushed, but we'll see. Time will tell. Well, this is the sort of YOLO uh, spirit that we've embraced at Nosto. So bring it on. Yes, yes. Uh, and then la lastly, there was uh, the Primal iOS app that was announced. Um, I've started using it. In fact, we did have early access to it, uh, us and some of the folks at the Nostra Report. So we'd been playing around with it for a few weeks. Really clean, lovely UI, uh, an app that's a pleasure to use on iOS. Uh, so looking forward to how that evolves. And of course, getting answers to uh, some questions as well. For example, you can't choose your own relays, right? Uh, Primal chooses your own relays for you right now. So it'll be interesting to see how they roll out features like that. Yeah, what do you think about it's that? It's a bit. I mean, we've discussed. It's, it's a bit of a decentralized system as we as we are as we stand now. Um, you know, going through their relays, through their catch catches, um, everything is kind of decentralized. I mean, or centralized. We'll see how it it actually plays out over time. Um, but I'm I'm interested in that. And I mean, I think the bigger picture here is Bitcoin Park. Uh, you know, Odell, when we, he was on, he was talking about, you know, how every month is going to be kind of dedicated to something. I think this is the first year where we, we've seen Lightning Summit where it's produced such uh, amazing, you know, uh, uh, developments in, in one week. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Uh, I, I wasn't really expecting it. Um, I don't know about you. No, I wasn't either. It's been a pleasant surprise and great to watch. So kudos to Odell and folks at Bitcoin Park for pulling this off and keeping a lot of this stuff under wraps uh, because it has been a pleasant surprise uh, to get these announcements out. Yeah, uh, he, he, you know, we we tried to squeeze it out of him when he was on the show, but uh, I mean, all we got was Peach. So, which you know, I'm all down with that. But uh, that was that that was pretty funny. He, he he's definitely been holding a few things under wraps um that's that's great and i thought the primal um is it menage how do you yeah, say million it? million something like that I, I, yeah, <laughs> we'll have to ask get him on the show and ask him but i think it's million yeah i thought that was a great uh, uh citadel dispatch i thought it was very enlightening um very very thought-provoking so i'm i'm happy with that um as far as uh other news um we we found out yesterday so Twitter, they're paying content creators ad revenue. So you saw all the screenshots of, you know, this person's getting seven grand, this person's getting 12 grand. Um, somehow they're turning their, uh, their, their business into a uh, paying the content creator. So maybe they're paying the, uh, the athletes, you know, um, but what are they paying them from? So this is kind of where I, 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 it kind of burns my brain a little bit because the app store cracks down on Domus and a few, just a few weeks ago. And then it cascades to the other clients, um, you know, any of the value for value zapping clients. And they say, you know, if, if a creator is, you know, makes an entertaining post and you get zapped, well, that you just purchased that. Apparently you purchased that content. So, you know, there, there's no middleman there. It's just the direct, the consumer who enjoys it, giving, giving the content creator uh, zap or, or sats right, based, right, right, right there instantly. Um, but Twitter creates this revenue system. It's basically, you know, we have the elites, the, uh, the influencers, um, and then the peasants. <laughs> so everything the, uh, the influencers are getting uh, paid from 
is the advertisement uh, that they're getting pushed down their throat uh, to the peasants. It's it's it just kind of makes me sick. The fact that we can have a uh, a system built off ads ad space um, where the the actual people that are kind of forced to be there um, just just to follow some news and whatnot. Um, you know, they're really the, the, the product of the whole deal and it's really incentivizing, um, you know, so you have to have a blue check, uh, to get your, your check. (laughs) So it incentivizes people to say, Hey, I need to get a blue check. Um, you know, maybe I can be the next influencer or I can get that, uh, you know, I can get paid, um, by, by engagement. So it sets up a little bit of hopium for just the average pleb out there because we know the algorithm is, is I mean, you, you try to build a base in Twitter today, um, you know, good luck. It, it's it's something that uh, it's kind of a hopeful dream that, that you might not touch. Um, you know, it's all built off engagement. Um, potential revenue would be built off the engagement, um, but it's all algo driven. And if you get a blue check, you get, you know, you get an engagement boost. So it's a whole game of just uh, nonstop mental and physical <laughs> deterioration, uh, in my opinion. Um, I don't yeah. know how you think about it. It just seems like uh, when you compare Zaps, which is kind of a pure peer-to-peer, pure system, um, the other kind of, uh, you know, making money the other way just kind of feels like blood money to me. That's my thoughts. Yeah, completely agree, QW. And, and Max had a really good post, which we can talk to him about. Uh, comparing the uh, revenue generation for content creators on Twitter versus Nostra. It's certainly lopsided, right? It's uh, influencers or influencers who have been, who, who've learned how to game the algorithm and obviously paid for this blue check, um, uh, who, who are reaping the rewards uh, of this algo-driven dopamine. <laughs> yeah. And just to add to that, if you, if you listen to that Citadel dispatch, uh, Odell, I mean, one of the big reasons he's against uh, the blue check and in, in, in Twitter in general these days, you know, he's had his account for 10 years uh, is what he said. He's got what, two, I, I don't know how many followers, 200,000 or something like that. And he basically said, you know, that that's because I was early, all this uh, stuff. And it, it just, it's not fair to the regular, you know, some, 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 some the talent today that would be joining. Uh, it's just the, the algos just drive them out basically. So it's uh yeah i i'm a little passionate about it but it is what it is uh we gotta we gotta we gotta keep building indeed uh that said qw it is time for the lightning round with the nostra report so corn delorean colloquially known as corn to friends please go ahead sir good evening i need to interrupt corn before he moves on oh go ahead (laughs) It's Milgen. I ask because I couldn't take it either. I didn't know how to pronounce it. It's like they put the L and the J together. Milgen. Milgen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And welcome, Marseille. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Corn, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good to know. I wasn't sure how to say it either. Um, so, yeah, a lot of a lot of exciting things going on this week. A lot of big things going on this week. Um, you guys covered, <clears throat> touched on a few of them. I want to just take a moment and and highlight one of the biggest things announced today, and that's a huge congratulations to our friends Carla and Walker, um, who announced their exciting new collaboration, as we like to call it, uh, with each other. They are expecting, and they posted a picture of their um, 
their ultrasound. So congratulations to them. Um, let's see a couple of don't you just love by the way don't you just love seeing two two pleb parents uh reproducing you know what oh I mean? it's great <laughs> yeah i just the that generation b is going to be something else like <laughs> we got some fighters coming in the in the woodwork a lot of parents a lot of a lot of uh yeah a lot of a lot of good kids going to be coming up um let's see we had nostrasia signups surpassed 500 uh this week that's in person and um virtual and that is still open, so sign up if you haven't. Um, obviously, the Noster documentary dropped this week. And all I'll say about it in this portion of the show is that I watched it. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Share it. Um, and I really hope that this, um, this video, I hope it inspires more creators to use Noster. And I hope it inspires more Noster users to support the high-quality creators uh, like Max. And there are there are a lot of people producing high-quality content, and it's great to see that um, being supported. <clears throat> uh, let's see the Lightning Summit. So yeah, huge announcements out of there. You covered uh, covered those pretty well. Um, the Primal. So kind of three big announcements about Primal. Um, and these actually came out of the, the Citadel dispatch with Matt O'Dell, um, that Milgen did. So primal Android, um, is available as an alpha release. Uh, you can download the APK from their website and, um, sideload it onto your Android phone. Uh, it's currently read only, so you can read the posts, but you can't interact with them yet, but it's just alpha and it can kind of give you a, a, a good impression of where they're headed with it. Um, the iOS test flight had been available as uh, a private beta and is now a public beta available to anyone uh, with the link. Well, a thousand people. So I don't know if that's filled or if it's still available, but I think I think maybe you can still get in. I understood that uh, he was allowing it kind of just to overflow um, if I listen to the show properly. I oh, think maybe was- you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I think he said a thousand, but he's just kind of letting it, <laughs> letting it go. I mean, it's clearly not going over ten thousand, but uh, yeah, that's kind of what what the, the gist I got. So if you're not on it, I uh, highly recommend you you try it out. Yeah, try it out. Even you know, I, I'm still just using it with a with a testing um, key. I, I haven't put my main key into it, but uh, it's a fantastic app. Really, really fun to use. Uh, we'll be curious to see how they handle you know the Zap situation. I know they haven't. Um, sent it to the main app store yet. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, uh, Primal said they have secured a million dollars in funding for continued development um, from investments from 1031, Hive Mind Ventures, and some angel investors. Um, so exciting to see um, their, their work being supported. And then also probably the, the most exciting news, I think, from them was that their entire stack um, effective immediately has been open sourced. And so that includes their web app, iOS and Android apps, uh, their entire backend, which includes their server, their caching service. Um, Everything has been open sourced under the MIT license. And so if you didn't listen to Citadel Dispatch, I encourage you to do that and you can hear Milgen's um, uh, thinking behind why that's a good idea. But I think we, probably all agree that that's a great idea. 
Yeah, he seems like he's got his uh, he's got things under control. He's got like a pretty good business plan going. Uh, I'll be really interested to see kind of how he tackles some of the known obstacles in the value for value plan in the future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the coolest things I thought about kind of that whole that whole announcement was when Odell was streaming the Citadel Dispatch. So he decided to also stream it. Normally it's on YouTube, I think a couple other places. He also used zap.stream this week, which allows you to log in uh, from Noster and you can send zaps to the ho- or to the to the streamer as well as to other people leaving comments. And he was just blown away during the show. He stopped a couple of times to highlight it. Um, the few people who were watching from Noster zapped upwards of I think almost a million sats <laughs> through the through the show. And, and so that was just, that was built by Kieran, right? Yeah, Kieran, uh, Carnage, I think, did uh, the UI uh, design stuff. Corn might have been muted there or, or uh, Mike out. But, uh, yeah, I, I really thought it was fascinating because he didn't even have the show. He didn't even have the uh, Zap Live, like, connected all the way for uh, Nostra users, I believe, to communicate. And during the show, he he, <laughs> he got it to work out. So that was interesting to see. Um, but yeah, he he definitely was impressed. Um, but I think Nostra in general, all the implementations are going to really impress everyone. Did you check that out, Avi? I haven't yet. I haven't watched the Citadel Dispatch. Uh, you know, Zap.Stream is something that we've talked about. We just haven't had time to test it. Right, uh, right. For, for our show. But it's, it is something... Um, that uh, we'll, we'll look into for sure. Another uh, avenue also, where we can uh, just break things, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With no I'll contingency plan. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Marseille, do you have any top highlight from, of the news from the week before we start talking to Max? I think you guys covered most of it. Uh, most exciting, obviously, was Max's documentary. So it's cool that you have him here. And... Yeah, there was a lot of like updates. Primal was amazing. And I am just going to shill Nostratia and tell all of you to please sign up. We have been announcing all of the speakers. We might have some cool announcements coming up soon too. So please sign up. Make sure you go or go online, but make sure to be sign up. Marseille, I do have one question for you um, because Max was a Zapathon, I mean, content creator in, in general and all the, 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 the translators that, that helped Max yesterday uh, was in the Zapathon uh, as the target. But today, um, a Bitcoin jungle uh, had Estella uh, who had uh, some issues at her farm, I guess some buildings burned down and all kinds of stuff. So she was, everyone came together today uh, in the Zapathon for Estella. Um, tell you, you got anything on that story? Well, Stella is from uh, Uvita here in Costa Rica, and she actually had a horrible thing happen to her, and her house burned down. And she, I met her at Nostrica this year. She is one of the like purest souls I've ever seen in my life. She's so sweet, and she is the one that started the local farmer's market in Uvita, which is the farmer's market that started taking Bitcoin using Lightning as a means of payment and started the whole circular economy that we now know as Bitcoin jungle. So this amazing lady sadly lost her house. She is almost getting a roof 
uh, tonight they're building the house. Like it seems like it's been going very well to raise funds for her, and she's already looking to if any if she just wants her house to be as simple as it was before. And if there is anything left over, she wants to donate it to the community, which is insane that this lady is already thinking about others as she always does. So if you want to donate, uh, this is an excellent cause. You can check. I think I have her. Um, Lightning address and my profile as well. I reposted what Bitcoin Jungle put, so you can go ahead and look at it because this is one sweet lady who has done a lot for her community and for Bitcoin adoption as well. So I think she deserves all all of the good things in the world. Yeah, that's that's great, and I, I love the fact that uh, Nostra gives us the ability to communicate all this. Uh, whereas I would never have known, um, you know, it, it, I watched her video uh, kind of, you know, uh, her farming and her giving back. And, and I mean, it's it's great to have Nostra as our kind of medium in between all the uh, the pleb chain in general. So uh, news travels fast on Nostra um, because we're directly connected without algorithms. It is an incredible story indeed. Um, and I'm glad that we could be part of helping that. But speaking of incredible stories, we have the man of the moment, Max DeMarco, with us on Plepchain Radio. Max, welcome. What a week, Max. What a week. Hello, hello, hello. Good to talk to all of you. Yeah, what a week indeed. Well, first of all, Max, congratulations on the documentary. I've watched it twice. Once when I was lucky enough to win, I FOMO'd <laughs> into a little auction that you had for early access to it. Uh, and, uh, and then I've watched it uh, once more since then. It is a fantastic documentary, really captures the spirit of Nostra. And we'll spend some, uh, some time talking about that. But uh, to start off with, wanted to say fantastic job on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, it's, it's funny for me. Uh, I probably watched it like 250 times or something. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. And, but somehow watching it going live uh, on YouTube with knowing that everybody else watches it was uh, still super exciting. So um, thank you so much. And yeah, shout out to every comment. My, my notifications are still super wrecked. I'm super grateful for all of the nice words and stuff it's um yeah i don't even know what to say very very kind and yeah i'm very glad that the community uh reacted in that way that it reacted so yes well it certainly is a community that likes rewarding that loves rewarding its content creators uh especially the, the type of slick content um that you're producing max but and we we will talk uh, about and dig into that documentary more uh but we why don't we start max with where we always start with uh guests on the show which is what is your bitcoin story how did you hear about it how did you get into it why don't you tell us a little bit about that yeah how'd you, yeah. How'd you get into the cult <laughs> um so i uh, i was initially uh, working in the music industry um, so I um, had a job there and then I worked for or like I was involved in, in a project with the European Union where we basically 
wanted to create together with like funded by the EU a shit con for the music industry and um yeah i was basically researching how how it would work and what the, what the best approach would be and while researching this project i basically yeah found out that this will never work <laughs> and that making an own coin the incentives will just be wrong and then turned like from shit coining um or like trying to do this shit project um into full-on maxi and yeah i had then uh, this this point where i had the realization that the music industry is like one of the most feared industries ever where the incentives are not there anymore to create good work where it's basically just you you throw some money at some tiktok artists and um, produce some songs with them to try to get some revenue out of them where it's not about the quality of music anymore and yeah then tried to find a job within the bitcoin space and was like yeah what the fuck as a music producer from the music industry how in the hell can i get a job in the bitcoin space and yeah then figured out a way somehow with editing podcasts then editing videos turning into a new passion of mine of video editing which then in the long run led me, yeah, to do um, this documentary. And yeah, that's kind of the short story of how I ended up being here. When was this, Max, that uh, you got, it, it became Bitcoin only for you? Um, I mean, it clicked probably, I would say, 2018 or 2019, something like this. That's great. It, it is a story that's uh, thematically similar to a lot of other people's journeys, right? You start off shitcoining, uh, learn the error of your ways, and then quickly course correct. I mean, the, the means by which you do it, in your case, it, you got into filmmaking as a result, right? Trying to find where you can add most value. Uh, but ultimately, that, that course correction, the story of you know going down one path, realizing the issues there, and then course correcting into what we'd like to believe is the right and indeed the righteous path of, of uh, Bitcoin only uh, does uh, seem to happen uh, quite a bit. Yes, yeah, it, it's kind of it's, it's kind of funny because um, the yeah, the, this passion making videos, I kind of lost it throughout um, throughout my life because i was doing videos when i was like 12 or 13 or something i was uh, actually with some friends which um uh, now reconnected again we made like videos when youtube was was just getting big and then at some point i kind of lost it and um, i'm doing a video right now about uh about yeah, schooling and now in hindsight i understand that basically the fiat incentives of me being like oh i need to be um i need to go into into business because that's the only way how i will be able to earn some money and da 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 kind of got me away from making those videos like really at the age of 13 because i was already um thinking okay i want to have my own business da, 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 da. and now bitcoin kind of got me back into what i was doing as a 
teenager again. And where I would say um, it really reconnected me with my initial passion, which uh, I all my life had. So, yeah. Well, and being a, being a creator, the passion is, is, is a massive, uh, you know, drive. Uh, you, you, nothing pushes creativity like passion, right? Yes, totally. It's, um, yeah. And I think it's hard to, to understand, like, I don't know, for, for me, it's just, uh, this passion of being able to tell stories, especially within this space where so much cool stuff is happening. Um, that's like, I think someone said like, um, I don't know who said it, but someone was like, uh, with all of those saps that I got, like Max going to be retiring in, in a couple of years or something. And like, you know, with this passion, it's kind of, I, I don't even want to retire. It's basically the, the thing that I want to keep doing. And like, it's, it's, it's like, why should I be retiring if I love doing what I'm doing, you know? But, but Max, what is retiring? It's doing exactly what you want on your own terms, right? So maybe he, maybe he was right. Yeah, I'm retired already, you know. <laughs> yeah, you've Most been retired since uh, you were 13. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's the thing. I'm, well, I'm and that's that's a big thing with value for value in general. I mean, a lot of us, you know, we're just doing this for, because we're passionate about it, you know? Um, and if you can deliver the the caliber of product, like, like you, you're doing um, a lot, all, a lot of your documentaries, I mean, just, just really well done, really a great narration. Um, but it's something that, uh, you know, it, sometimes we're not in it for the monetization, although that would be nice, you know? Uh, it's, I think a lot of Bitcoin business in general, it's, it's really, how do you monetize your passion? Um, and it's something that, uh, I mean, really it's monetizing itself and, uh, and, and, and with, with yourself, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, fully. And, and also with like value for value, um, like, I mean, doing this on this basis, it's not only about like the monetary value that comes back, but like, there's so much other value coming back as well. Right. Just like, right the opportunities which I had to talk to all of those people first in, in the first place, then like being connected now with the whole Nostra community, getting, getting like, um, like in, you know, like it's not only about the monetary value. There's so much other value coming back as well. And that's like, if, if you do it for a passion, that's like, you know, it's so much, like even more worth than the monetary value that comes back there are other things which you will be rewarded with so if anybody out there wants or thinks about ah, should i do it or not i can highly recommend it because um yeah if you put positive good things out there it's sure to come back at uh, in any way right it's a lot a whole lot of chicken soup for the soul you know yeah so um, talking about your documentaries in, in general, um, you know, w w what's some of the, uh, the the past films that kind of stand out to you um, that you've done? Yeah, um, so my, one of my favorite ones is uh, the Silent Bitcoin Revolution in Africa, um, which I, I think I released it like in the beginning of the year, um, which just showcases the usage within South Africa mostly and how people use it how people self-custody their corn um what they really are like what the what the use cases are within those countries because 
um i wasn't aware of how things go in um in the global south and that like i i tried to yeah showcase um one aspect on or one angle of this and that's like my one of my favorites and the other one is basically one which i did with bitcoin magazine it's not on my channel but um we we traveled to madeira to talk um with with the government about bitcoin and how it could be beneficial to adopt a kind of like a bitcoin standard not as a legal tender but um like at addressing bitcoin businesses and giving them tax benefits and stuff like that and this one also turned out very good that's uh, one of the, i would say those are the two i'm most proud of that africa one um that that the part in the documentary when you kind of just stopped and said i didn't this is surprising when you're standing in the dark because uh mm -hmm. you know they have the rolling blackouts at night and you mm -hmm. start to think about how do you use bitcoin uh when the power grid's down um, and that's kind of where they're uh, they're they 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 rose above those challenges to create the uh, the those the, the kind of a Nokia phone that that you can still exchange Bitcoin um, without needing internet and, and power. Exactly, it's called Mashankura. Um, I hope I pronounce it correctly, but that's basically the service they do. And it's it's like when you are there, uh, they have so many challenges. You know, it's like they have literally like four hours a day they don't have any electricity and you have no idea what this means because you can't do anything like you don't need your wi-fi doesn't work you can't cook if you don't have a gas stove it's like this is like fucking intense and it's it's super cool to see how um those challenges kind of like just bring out the creativity and like the um problem solving techniques of the plebs there so like connecting with bitcoiners there they are self-sovereign as fuck i've never met people who are more self-sovereign than those people because they basically already are in a position where they need to be because they can't trust any infrastructure basically there um so it's kind of it's um i mean it's it's a sad situation to some extent but it's also very positive to see how people transform this and yeah it might be super bullish about bitcoiners in general to see how even if the world goes to shit there's always a way and bitcoiners are most probably to figure out uh, the best way but so that raises an interesting point max which is for bitcoin adoption right do you real and, and for, actually for that matter something like nostra right Where, which is you need a, a, a censorship-resistant uh, free speech plat platform. Uh, does it? Do you really need to be in that adverse setting where you have to figure these things out, have to figure out how to transact uh, with the sovereign money, have to figure out how to interact with other people, right? Using a censorship-resistant protocol. Do you, does it, in your opinion, do you think you have to be in that uh, situation where it's thrust upon you to make that decision? Um, I, I guess there are different types of people. There are people who, um, who don't need to be in this situation, but rather just, first of all, they have the interest in it. Um, but this is like the interest, or they, they want to tinker, or they have the passion and they understand why such 
technologies are important, but I don't think that's the majority of people. Um, so I think all probably in here or on Nostr since the beginning of the year or even longer. Um, I think all of those people are like, like we understand why this is important, but I like, to be honest, I just understand it on a, on an intellectual basis. Like, it's not that I understand it. Like, I don't really understand how important this is. Um, and like, I, I recently got like, um, I just recently saw how important Bitcoin really is. And um, before that, I didn't know, you know, like, okay, a, un, uncensorable and um, like money, which you can own yourself. Of course, I knew it. But then once your bank account get canceled, you really know how fucking important Bitcoin is. And you can see, ah, okay, this is why I'm a Bitcoin. And I think it's same with, um, with, with NASA, for example, like I understand um how important censorship resistant messaging and networking and uh, social media is but i just know it because i understand it you know it's not that i've been banned from every single social media app because i said something wrong against my government so um and i would say a lot of people are they they need this um they need to experience it 100% on themselves to then be at the stage where they're like, okay, now I'm going to look into how I'm going to use it and I'm going to also use it. So, yeah, I think we are special and <laughs> in that, in that um, aspect, but uh, yeah, probably 90%, they really need to feel it. And um, like people always ask me mm, what I think is important to bring Bitcoin adoption or Nostra adoption further. I think it's just um, like with my videos, for example, I don't want to, to push people into something which they don't want or don't need yet, you know, but I think we need to build um, the, build the easiest onboarding for people once they want it. So it's not like, ah, you need to go to Nostra now. No, I think, um, with this, we just need to open open the gates for when the flood is coming, you know, when all the shit is coming. We need to be the ones like having worked to to make it as easy as possible for all of those, all of those people to get onboarded, to, you know, have a, an easy uh, self-custody option for for their coins, for their, for their keys and Nostra and all of this stuff. So it's like... With my videos, I don't want to push anybody into this, but I want them to um, to be interested in us enough to start learning about them about it themselves. Indeed, Max. Um, I think that makes a lot of I sense. Love the long as answer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. That's what the show is about: long ass answers. Uh, so. Max, um, moving on to the documentary itself, uh, did you shoot it entirely in Costa Rica? Um, the interview parts, yes. And uh, then the studio was in Colombia, the studio part. But I would say yes. I mean, the, the, the studio part was just me then connecting the different story parts together. Um, so the rest is everything in Costa Rica. Got it. 
and it was a 25 minute or 26 minute uh movie yes but how much footage did, <laughs> how many hours of footage uh did you actually capture you don't even want to know <laughs> i think it's like it's like 10 to 20 hours or something it's like it's a lot so um i yeah i interviewed like i interviewed everybody in 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 nostrica that i could find because i didn't yet know what the documentary or like i didn't i so, so the process for this documentary was I didn't yet know how the documentary is going to look like, right? Because I um, I went to Nostrika, I had a rough idea that I want to make a documentary which will be about Nostra and like, but I didn't even know, is it going to be a mainstream one? Is it going to be one for the Bitcoiners? So it was basically like talking to everybody just like for, for an hour and then uh, just to have enough footage to be able to then mold the documentary and whatever I wanted it to be once I knew which talking parts are had. And what was the thought process there, Max, in, in shaping that editorial direction? Yeah. So um, I think I even posted it on Nostra. Um, maybe, maybe someone remembers, but I, I posted at some point that um, after watching all of the clips, I was at a point where I had like a rough storyline and then I needed to, to decide um, if it's either going to be a hardcore Nostr um, documentary for Nostr people and Bitcoiners, or is it going to be a mainstream one, which is like a very soft um, introduction for Nostr. So I could have done basically both. Um, because I had like super much insiders. I had all of those people, which we know talking super deep about zaps, about what Bitcoin does, about how the lightning integration will change it, which will change everything and so on. But, um, I decided to not go into this direction because I wanted to really focus on people who have no idea because, you know, the Bitcoin is now about Nostr. We, we are all on on Noster or like Bitcoiners who know about it but are not on Noster, they understand Lightning, they understand Bitcoin. And so like I rugged all of the people I talked with about, uh, like all of the Bitcoiners and stuff. I um yeah, I rugged them basically. And <laughs> from there, um yeah, it was then uh just yeah, a pretty intense process to figure out which problems are the biggest ones which people understand who are not uh into censorship resistant technology and decentral technology and then from like once i figured out this one it was actually um yeah just molding the story more back and forth uh but yeah i i have I, to say i i do like the angle you took it's something i can you know, I can show my wife and she'll begin to understand kind of because in my real life, it's very hard for me being a pleb chain maxi and Noster maxi, Bitcoin maxi, trying to explain it to people <laughs> without mm -hmm. looking like I have a few heads. You know, um, it's it's something where if I can have videos like yours, um, it's 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 short enough to where, you know, it's, you know, tw 25 minutes or so. 
uh, and it's it's well done to where it's interesting. Uh, and then you have a lot of faces or a lot of uh, a great video that's just really nice uh, to look at, you know. So it's something that um, I, I just really appreciated the angle. I, 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 we did discuss a little bit, kind of like, oh, interesting. Uh, he didn't, he, they didn't really mention mention Bitcoin in that, um, you know. Yeah. But that was good. I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to, in, in my opinion, we're trying to get more Nostra adoption, and and people need to understand the underlying issues with the legacy media. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. So this was exactly what I wanted, right? I, um, I mean, we gotta acknowledge Bitcoin has. A certain image within mainstream people and it's very complicated to understand the integration of bitcoin and nostr if you never even heard about both of them so yeah it was just too much it would, would have overloaded like even just nostr i needed to like like not dump it down but like um make it as easy as possible and th this was also one of the hardest parts to um First of all, get the, the talking parts right. I mean, I was super fortunate to have Andy Pitt uh, interviewed her because she was really able to, um, I think, take the abstract, uh, the abstract concepts into like visual visualization. Uh, I talked with her. She's a very visual person, and that like she can. Mm, abstract like explain abstract stuff very good and like without this i think i would have been struggling even more because she helped me so much with her part that to really understand how the technology kind of uh, how to present the technology for someone who doesn't have any idea about decentralized tech um so yeah i did count uh, I was counting Max. There was one mention of Bitcoin and completely in passing by Rabble. Uh, but uh, yeah, other than that, <laughs> just a little, a little taste test. First one's free, you know? Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have a lot of, a, a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I have some small insider things like Coffee Chain. Then we have like Mr. E in there and stuff. Maybe I shouldn't take give away all of the small nuggets I put in, but yeah. Do an Easter egg hunt. You can, uh, you can, you can make that a contest, you know, yes. <laughs> Mr. E for, for the plebs listening to this, to the recording is the son of, um, Will and Vanessa, Will, the creator of Dharma's and Vanessa, the COO of Dharma's have a lovely son, uh, Mr. E. And I, I did not notice that, Max. I will look for that Easter egg and others. Yes, have fun. Have fun searching it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Max, you know, you, you filmed this in March, right? That's when Nostrica, or end March, when Nostrica was. Have you found that in the three months or so uh, since filming it, and, you know, you had all the talking points from back then, that, Nost that Nostra's evolved what we we're in almost mid-july at this point has evolved to a point where some of those old talking points are not relevant because nostra's moved so quickly mm. in in my footage yes for sure i tried to put like i i tried to put um to put like timeless 
talks in there so that like even in hopefully five years it's not going to be too redundant or not redundant is it the right word maybe it's the right word like uh you know what i mean that it's out, it's outdated not, maybe outdated not redundant yeah yes, outdated. Outdated. um that it's outdated and um yeah i think some things obviously elon musk like open sourced uh, the code to some extent so we can see it right um but he didn't open source it to like to build on it um that's something which like I, was outdated to some extent but then on the other hand with like the <laughs> what is it with the you are only allowed to see 700 tweets a day or something if you're not a blue check mark i think some of the things are even more relevant um than than they were in march when i started um making the documentary so uh yeah from a nostalgia point i would say there's nothing uh that comes to my mind now is there anything you you thought about because like i would say it's like the the use case or like the the onboarding's got way easier even so i think it's like it we were going in the right direction yeah and when I asked about the changes, I was talking about that. The onboarding, certainly in my opinion, has gotten a lot easier. The user experience, the UI, UX in general has mm -hmm. gotten a lot better across clients. Uh, you know, there's some new features. Zaps were very early, I think, back then. Mm -hmm. uh, in March, I think it's just been around for a month. Then we had Zappertizing. And then obviously we had, at least on Apple devices, we had the ban um on zaps but they're going certainly going strong the workarounds even on apple for zapping right zapple pay is one that comes to mind so th there's been a whole lot of movement and all in my opinion all positive since uh nostrica yeah no for sure and that's like that's again the cool thing like even if apple tries to pay uh to, to ban zaps right there's always a way it's kind of it goes back to what I experienced in, in South Africa, where like, even if like there's an intervention which tries to kill certain aspects of what you're doing, there's always a way to do this. So I, I was in, I think it was in Oslo when Apple announced, uh, announced that they want to um, ban, ban Zaps. And I talked with Will uh, a bit about it. And like, I also told him like, there's always a reason why this stuff happens and even if the reason is just that we build more resilient tech which is um yeah where the resiliency is better than it was before then we need to go through the shit to try to think about new solutions and we might not know it now why this uh this i don't i want to say hardship but this challenge comes but in hindsight we'll understand it i mean it's it's the same with like inscribing fucking NFTs on on the blockchain, you know, like this is, I would say, just a test for us to figure out how to uh, make or go around it. Because like, I'd rather have um, like DGENs, DDS, DDoSing the blockchain than nation states, you know, it's kind of like a test. Ah, okay, what happens if, if, if you, you s spam? the blockchain oh, okay how can we go around it and so yeah i think everything is good for nostra everything is good for bitcoin
Yeah, I, well said, Max. And I, I personally am a firm believer that life is something that happens for you, not to you. Um, everything that happens is an opportunity to learn and grow. So, agreed on that. Yeah, and we 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 all we all share the big you know uh, the grand dream of uh, total freedom and uh, uh, you know it, and that includes our uh, Bitcoin uh, freedom money and our freedom tech and everything. I think really uh, the adversity just makes us stronger um, in the end because you know we're driven by passion uh, and the ideas coming out of the passionate. Uh, are, are unlike any other. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll keep going, uh, whether it's Africa, whether it's, uh, you know, El Salvador or uh, just the global gl- globe in general. So uh, I'm super bullish on uh, everything we do, um, everything. And most of most of the hardships that we we face, like you said, hardships, I don't know if I'd call it that either, but <laughs> it's it seems to be temporary because we have we have the great we have the best minds in Noster. Um, we really Thank do, and the and the and the plebs in general. I mean, just super talented. Uh, but again, we don't quit. Uh, we we just keep pushing. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so, Max, you this I can't get this out of my head that you're sitting on twenty hours of footage, and I do know <laughs> that some of that footage is from Prague and elsewhere as well. B, uh, B, uh, BTC Prague, where you were, and potentially Miami as well right you do have some footage yeah. from there is there going to be some kind of follow-up uh maybe a director's cut extra segment that's in the pipeline so um, i have so i have a couple of ideas what to do um but they are not set in stone yet so um one thing which i want to do is I want to try to go to Nostrasia this year to make a um, to make the hardcore Bitcoin version of it, like a, like the, the the second part of it, um, and make it not the way for the mainstream, but like maybe go very very hardcore deep into it. Um, so that's an idea how to to use the footage. I yeah for this I need to fundraise or make a separator for for going there. So I'm kind of like mm, trying to figure out what the best way would be to do this. Um, and other than that, I'm like, maybe I'm going to release some shorter outtakes because like even like most people don't realize, but, or like, like, yeah, you, you can't even realize, but um, I can tell now because the documentary wasn't like, wasn't done until the day before I released it. So, like the the last week was super stressful for me because the documentary was way longer before. I think it was thirty minutes, and I I watched it with um, with normie friends who are who are all also filmmakers, and they gave me like the last feedback. They um, so I I showed it to them. I think it was like a, two months ago or something. They gave me the first feedback, then I worked for two months further on it. And then like I was like, yeah, guys, let's watch this. This is ready. Now I'm totally done. And they were like, nope, you're not ready. You're going to work the next week on this to make it, uh, to get it even, like the storyline even better. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe releasing some of the footage, which I t- cut because I basically just took you know, I had the, the finished product and then I took out like two or three minutes 
and so yeah i don't know yet um it's it's yeah not sure. yeah max it's not it's not nice to take videos of people and then do nothing with them i know i know it's like i feel yeah i know i rocked so many people including you that's why i don't awesome. let him feel me oh Abby got okay. rocked I never let. I never Sheik, let. Sheikh Roberto did the same thing to him in uh, on the beach in Miami. I, never... I got drugged by Sheikh Roberto and by Max. There you go. I never let Max feel me, right? And the one time he feels me is like he grabs the worst little small clip of me and puts it in a video. Like hey, you, made, you got a meme. Hey, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it became a meme, so. we, we, we have been known to say we have the face for radio. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no. but, but, you know, QW, Max is right. We did get the Marseille meme, right? What, what is it? It's fantastic. Is that the it's meme? Amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. There you go. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah Avi to your point it's I know I I know I like literally I I rocked so many people with this documentary but in the end as a filmmaker you know it's about the storyline and um, like Derek was also texting me like yeah thanks that I'm so long in the documentary but for me in the end it's mm, you know I don't care who says it, but for me, it's just important who transports the message best for the viewer to understand it. And also from, from a filmmaking perspective, like if I, like, if I, like person B, you know, like an, another person might have said something very, very similar to Derek, but you don't want to introduce 15 people just to have 15 people there because like, from a filmmaking perspective, the people at some point were identifying with the people in the documentary, like um, they build up a character. Derek was standing for one thing. He was more on the censorship side and he was more on the business side. And therefore it was actually also a very conscious decision to <laughs> like, it sounds very bad, but to rug those people because the, the film would have been way more mm, chaotic otherwise yeah. and I, no, yeah. you're like building a bigger narrative big, building a story and essentially uh everyone's trying out is in casting for this uh this story you know <laughs> exactly that's that's a good point <laughs> and, and max all joking aside i think uh it, it, i mean you make a really good point about having a cohesive narrative a cohesive narrative arc through the movie and i think you did nail that so kudos to you on that thank you so, Max, one uh, is moving on to another topic, and this is something that you uh, put up a note and, and a tweet, I believe, uh, about the monetization experience for since you've uh, released this movie on Twitter versus Nostra. Obviously, Twitter, you were referencing something that QW mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, which is these content creators talking about uh, these incredible checks <laughs> that they received from Twitter for the ad revenue. Uh, and uh, I, clearly, I think you were parodying that. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? What, you, what that experience has been, Twitter versus Nostra for monetization? Yeah. So um, for Twitter, for example, you need certain points to be able to get uh, monet like get verified for monetization. And uh, this includes KYCing yourself, having a certain amount of followers, 
I don't even know what the others are, but those are probably the most important ones. And uh, yeah, I don't have the blue check mark, right? So um, therefore, I get zero, like nothing. Basically, I'm not even like they don't even consider of paying me, although I'm using their platform and like contributing to their ad revenue, you know. And um, I mean, if you look at it from a business perspective, what does Elon Musk want? He wants the people to take the blue check marks, of course, right? And um, for me as a content creator, this is very unfortunate because I don't want to KYC myself there, right? So um, although I think it's the right approach of him to share some of the ad revenue with the content creators, there's still this centralization effect, which, um, yeah, like you need, like, it's, it's a nice, nice thing, but you need to um, comply with my points to be able to even just get considered to get something, you know, and um, in, on the other hand, on Nostra, no one gives a fuck who you are. And if, because like, like it's a fuck, it's, it's a protocol, right? It, no one cares who you are, but if you put something out there which is valuable, the technology is in place to be able to compensate you for this. You know, that's a, that's an amazing thing. Like, um, it's not about who you are. It's not about um, what your followers say or something. You know, I have a fraction of my f- followers on Nostra than on Twitter. You know, it's it, it just showcases, like... On Nostra, all of this thing is not as important as maybe on the fiat social media platforms. And it's really just about what the post or the content or the let's say the value which you put onto it is about. And it's like one of the most amazing things to see um, how, yeah, like I, I never, like <laughs> I think QW, I think it was you who said something like, yeah, he like I would like he he got all of those steps and wasn't even uh, wasn't even on NASA for a whole day or something because like after releasing the documentary, I have a very strict routine how I how, how I do my day, and so like two days uh, uh, two hours after I released the documentary, I shut down all like all of my electronic devices. So I had no idea what's going to happen. You're <laughs> then, practicing yeah. your rolling blackouts. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I, I'm used to South African lifestyles, exactly. Um, so yeah, and uh, and to expand on that, I mean, with with you not only uh, you know release the video, but did you uh, did you send out a post that hey, anybody want to translate this um, video? Um. I don't even know what how. So this how did how did you get the translations? Because you 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 did send out like eight people's in pubs saying yeah. you know kind of the credit to these to these uh, these plebs who 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 were all over the world, but they were offering the the translation of the video. Yeah. So so everything started with um, so so I have one translator who translate or like uh, subs all of my um, subtitles. So like she had the video already, even before I made all of those changes, right? I sent her the video and then she started to put the subtitles under it. And then I was like, ah, sorry, the video's changed completely. Can you do it again? And 
but uh, for I, I I wanted to be, ah yeah now I, I wanted it to be um, available for the Asian people and uh, I I think I started with Japan I wanted to have Japanese subtitles so I put put like a, a, a note out on Nasser where asking if someone knows a Japanese speaking Nostrich. And so under this post, more and more people, um, more and more people started to comment that they want to put subtitles into other languages. Mm. And then I put a post on Twitter as well about when like, then I had like five people reaching out. And with those five people, I then tweeted and um, yeah, put another note out. And then they were like, more and more coming so they're like we're working on five or six languages right now which are still in the uh in the work in progress stage and yeah the other ones are online already so yeah it it, it again shows like um, the like the plebs or the the how do you say like the the community-driven help. Yeah, the Nostra community, uh, the energy here, the the, the family atmosphere. Uh, we're just exactly. looking to help you. Just amazing. Uh, yeah, Yutaro, I think, was the the Japanese translator. He's he's been exactly. great. Um, uh, but there's there's a few. Yeah, I noticed uh, uh, Nostra Hong Kong, <laughs> one of the mm-hmm. one of the one of the planners for Hong Kong, exactly. uh, Japan, and then I think uh, Korea, uh, South Korea, maybe. But uh, it's just great. It's just amazing to see that, you know, you send that out and then all of a sudden, you know, you have a list of eight uh, plebs that want to help. And then we as, you know, the community can zap them, you know. So it's even even if it's just a little bit, I got a few messages. Thank you so much. It's just like, no, well, thank you. You're you're the one providing. That's the true value for value, you know, and that's 100 percent. You know, what's it's just the you can't beat that with Nostra. Yeah, it's it's so cool, and uh, yeah, I mean, also tying it back to the monetization, right? Like, um, Nostra is still very small, right? Just imagine if this is the main protocol where all of the social interactions happen on, like, just more people, more zaps, more content creators might be able to make a real living out of posting their their content on Nostra. Yeah. Yeah. And really it's just going to buy you in at the end of the day, it'll buy you more time to focus on your passion, you know, focus on your projects and not have to grind the, the fiat mines just to, just to pay for that uh, power uh, hooking up to your computer, you know? Exactly. Totally. If you have power. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, indeed, Max. And so, you, Max, you've talked about um, you know, the uh, the monetization, the difference in monetization, right, between what you could do on Twitter versus what you could do on Nostra. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for other content creators who are looking to follow your lead, who are inspired by what you've done with the Nostra documentary uh, on how they go about uh, promoting their work and then you know, getting compensated, right? Get, getting value in return for the value they're providing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, my 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 first 
my first point would probably be don't make it for the money in the first place. Um, like, I think it's fine to be, um, to want to be compensated for the work, but um, this that shouldn't be number one, right? The passion needs to come first. And then you will figure out a way how the monetization will help you to go through life, you know, even as an artist. Sometimes it's nice, um, you know, we talked about this before, life happens to you. Uh, I think that's what you said, right, Avi? And For like, you. Uh, for for you. you, exactly. Even as an artist or a content creator, um, like sometimes the struggle is good for you. So just like my my my, my um, biggest inspiration and why I'm basically doing what I'm doing now is Gigi. Um, most people here probably know him. That's a green weird guy. <laughs> and um, he he really pushed me to do my videos. So he was one of the first ones I talked about this. Like, oh yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm able to. Um, to make enough money with this. this is this a career path and everything? And basically my understanding after talking with him, it's like, that's like, everything's going to sort itself out, you know? Like I didn't think that I will, would make like 6.9 million sets on Zaps on this documentary. And I couldn't anticipate this before, right? And also I don't know what just this video will give me for other opportunities to maybe monetize some other works you know like i could work as a videographer or a filmmaker behind other videos so what i'm doing for example is making after movies for conferences you know like this is how i'm like cross monetizing my skill as a filmmaker to be able to do what I really love. Um, so every By the way, Max, real quick, your BTC Prague three-minute after movie was really good. Thank you. Thank you. I rugged you there as well, didn't I? Somebody yeah. say. You had, had for a second. I he had, had 300 hours of video there for that, and he put it into three <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes. <laughs> Some people may say it was amazing. Yes, it was truly amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... As a starter, um, or as a content creator, just start. That's the first first thing because it's it's gonna sort out. You 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 don't know how it's gonna sort out, but it's gonna sort out, and you'll find a way. And it's it's just like even if you don't get the value back yet, that's a sign of that your content maybe isn't even there yet. You know, it's it's I think it's a good thing to as I said, suffer as an artist because like you won't get as good as you should or need to be to earn a living in a week. You know, you need to really craft your um your your vector. I don't know how you say this. Um the your skill. You to, yes, thank you. You have to to craft your skill. And um I think we are in a space where this is if you want to be an artist or someone who's creating content, you're in the best space you can be because you will get 
like unfiltered feedback with Bitcoiners and Nostriches because um, if they value your work, you will notice it. And all, but also if you the, if your work doesn't get any recognition, that's also a good sign of the market, you know, because who is ultimately gonna consume your content? It's basically people in the internet. And if, if you put out a shitty video and no one gives a fuck, then <laughs> this is the first step to be like, ah, why don't they give a fuck? Did I choose the wrong topic? Did I did I, did I make the wrong storyline? Like where do I need to to improve? And I think it's like with all of those TikTok artists and so on, it's like they like you really need to put in a proof of work to be able to do this. And it's it's not easy to do this, but it's highly rewarding um like to have those in my case videos where no okay i did the best that i could with with this and now it's not in my power anymore you know once i put the upload button up or like once i uploaded it it wasn't in my hands anymore but i knew while it was in my hands i did the best video i could with my um with my skills right now and so it's you know, if no one would have liked it or no one would have watched it, I would have been with the next video. I would have been like, oh, okay, I need to do something different. And um, this might be hard as a content creator, but that's ultimately the reality. And that's the only way you can get better. And also, like, you, like, the first feedback I got with the Nostra documentary was also very harsh, like not the one that I got like two two weeks ago, but like the first one because like it was nowhere near it should have been. And that's also what it was it? Yeah, it was like, yeah, we have no idea what Nostra is. What the fuck is this video even about? Basically. <laughs> and <laughs> so early, with, man. So early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the same with <clears throat> the same with my South Africa video. I had, so I'm I'm in a group of filmmakers. We always show our videos together and we give give each other fil- uh, feedback. And with the South Africa one, the South Africa one was a mixture between me traveling and the video you now see. And they basically, and it was also double the length. And I needed to rug like probably three weeks of work of mine. I just deleted it out. Same with the last documentary. Today. It's like probably two weeks of work if not longer i just deleted everything right and it's kind of like it's pretty uh you, you have to detach from your ego a little bit because it's a little bit your your baby this video but um the point that i ultimately want to make is um in the end no matter what's what's gonna come out this is your own creation and that's the most rewarding thing in being a content creator i would say to see yeah that this is um, you created something out of like raw pieces and for me at least there's nothing better in this world than doing this and um so yeah so max it might be a cliche but it's it's a cliche because it's true right and this, this is basically what you're saying is follow your passion, right? For this, this is the advice you're giving to other content creators who, who try to make it. Is do what you love. Follow your passion. 
Yes, totally. And yeah, and also trust your passion. You know, like um, not a lot of people know this, but I did like I I taught myself video making within the last two years. So I'm kind of in the grand scheme of things of my of my life, I'm like new to filmmaking. But because it's my passion, I was I don't do anything else anymore. <laughs> and this is like you just need to trust your um, your passion to guide you on the right path. And like, I mean, yeah, it's you, uh, where you're coming from is from the monetization point, right? And it's it's easy to say don't worry about monetization as a Western privileged person who, you know, um, so I'm aware of this, but Bitcoin is able to free people, right? Free time of, of people. If you're, um, if you're a Bitcoiner, you might already be connecting more with your passions either way. And, the best thing you can do is just to double down on your passions because, um, as I said, it's going to free even more time or free f free your mind for the things that really matter for yourself. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm just repeating myself, I guess. But pa follow yeah. your passion and the passion is going to guide you. That's That's the thing, like... Yeah. In the end, in the end, sometimes, like you said, the value for value sometimes within yourself. Um, that's if you focus on valuable things for yourself, it rewards you in itself. So exactly, exactly, and also embrace the embrace the challenges with this also within yourself. Like if you put stuff out there and people don't like it, don't don't see it as like that people don't like you or anything because a lot of people take, might take things too serious. Just see it as, yeah, you're probably not there yet where you want to be. And that's a good thing because um, it's, it's actually a wonderful process to see how you're getting better and better. And um, yeah, it motivates you to see maybe I have filmmakers where I'm like, oh shit, like I want to be, I want to be there in, let's say 10 years or five years or something. And I'm, I'm astonished how good their craft is. And yeah, this, this just motivates you to me to keep challenging myself and try to find new ways, innovative ways to make videos. So, yeah. You know, Indeed, Abby, I, I think yeah. we kind of relate in a way um, as far as just how we attack this, uh, this show I mean, we don't think further than the next next show, but no matter what, we're just going to keep going. I mean, it's something where we we do do a brief review, see where we can kind of get better, but no matter what, we're just going to keep moving. Um, and and you know, a lot of reflection goes into this, and we are always thinking how we can do better, what where we might have slipped up. But I mean, just just just, I, I think most of it is just kind of mentally always showing up. Yes, consistency is key no matter what you do, like for sure. Also with like the editing stuff, it's just like, I do it every day. Like, you know, I said that I'm new to filmmaking, but I do it every day for like eight to 10 hours uh, since then. So 
this is just the consistency and like if you want to get good at it i think it's just the 10,000 hours rule or something where you have to put in the time and like that's also why i'm saying like don't expect to be like mr beast is a fiat youtuber but he's one of the most successful youtubers and he has a lot of wisdom and he for example says if you want to be a video or a youtuber no one's gonna care for your first hundred videos you need to first make hundred videos to be on a level that it's relevant for people and i did my 250 videos not on my channel but i made them during my you know during my last two years so like mm, you have to put in the work and for my, some people it might take 150 videos for some people it might only take 20 videos to be able to live from it um but like we, we gotta be also real like it's mm, it's not coming like a lot of people think it's it's such an easy lifestyle to be influencer or a content creator or something. No, it's hard. It's it's re really hard because, um, yeah, you got to be original. You got to do something which the people value, and yeah, so you got to go through it. But it's it's basically proof of work against proof of stake. Of course, like would you want to live your life on a proof of stake and you just I don't know let's say because no nah, no i, I want to stay politically correct here um but oh no 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 you don't need to max this is we'll be good <laughs> okay. we're not getting canceled let, here yeah let me think i'll put this without i don't canceled. know i don't know about that <laughs> max can yeah, we talk yeah. up can, can we sideline on this one first yeah, yeah Max has already example, been canceled look, okay, look look at there's this new tiktok thing where the people are like I don't know if you saw this on Twitter where like people do weird voices just to get like they get like emojis and they make the, the, the girls make like stuff. If you haven't watched it, don't watch it. <laughs> it's it's a waste of time. I saw but, that. I saw it. It's about 30 seconds long. It's a girl dressed as a elf, I think, doing like nom nom and feed me type of thing. Is that what you're talking about? Do like, not. Elf, like, don't share <laughs> it was like that. candy candy crush with the with, with noises essentially do not share that in the group i do not want to see this <laughs> it, there's nothing bad about it it's just like it, what it what it really gets at is like jesus like where are we going as a society when this is what's driving engagement you know she's getting you know tons of money uh content creating and the content itself is just like the dribble of the simps you know it's just really bad exactly and and that's that's where I want to go. Like you don't want to be such a content creator because this is the proof of stake equivalent of like yeah you what what the fuck are you even doing with your life you know, and so um, it might take you some time, but like, but the proof of work behind it is more rewarding, and you get the precious, um, the more precious rewards afterwards. It might take you five to ten years or maybe just one year but that's then the time that you need and yeah so in one year's time so let's talk about your future movie plan so you're going to be dressed as an elf uh uh eating yes. uh fake uh fake candy getting thrown at your face yes uh, 
so what I mean, beyond beyond that one because i know that's a, that's in the hopper uh it's just a matter of time uh we the blue yeah. check's coming too with that uh, exactly. but uh what uh what's some of your I'm, future I'm gonna movies? sell out now you know i have the yeah. documentary you know and I can, and I can you'll be doing xrp coin and uh you'll be doing it all can I, please, can I please be the one throwing the candy at your face? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was what, just a marketing stunt, guys. <laughs> what, uh, so you, you talk about uh, any future. So you, you're talking about um, Nostrasia. Is there anything else kind of uh, you're thinking about? Um, you know, I will say if for, for me, like I can't really, I'm not going to be spending that kind of money to go all the way around the globe for me. Uh, but I will be at Nostraville uh, in Nashville, the Coin Park. That's just a week after. So it's kind of like the in, in my neck of the woods, it's the uh, the poor man's Nostrasia. But it's going to be uh, it's going to be great. Um, so don't don't count if you can't make it to Nostrasia. Uh, definitely look at Nostraville, figure out the options and uh, and and go either way. Kind of a fork in the road. Yeah, I got I got the feeling I'm right at the middle, so it doesn't really like it's probably the same. Uh, yeah, for me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I so the the Nostra documentary took so much time of me. Um I that I couldn't focus on other videos. My initial goal was to put out videos every two weeks. Uh well that was very optimistic. <laughs> um uh, that was also when I got the feedback from the Nostra documentary. I was like, yeah, fuck, I need to put the work in again right i wanted to make a proof of stake video within two weeks and i went like ah no i it turned out to be four months in the in the end so um, i'm working on a new video right now that's also um yeah today i i started editing it i hope it's gonna be out in two weeks so now i'm i'm upping up the i'm getting up to the normal speed again so um working right now on a video on homeschooling which is hopefully gonna be out at the end of the month and yeah then i have like five like right i have so much content of avi now i'm gonna make like a lot of documentaries about avi uh, because i wrecked him so the grand reveal i I, I get where you're going now i I don't blame you yeah so but don't tell him yet please No, uh, I have uh, yeah, I have uh, six more videos which are filmed already, which I need to um, edit. Uh, there's gonna be probably another Costa Rica video. Uh, then I have one Madeira. Then yeah, I have a bunch of stuff. I just need to go back into the cave of editing, and yeah, that's what I'm planning to do for the next months and weeks and days. Basically, that's all my life. Yeah. I will say you got momentum, I think. I feel like there was a lot of uh, attention drawn to you, uh, especially this week. And then you have the power of Noster behind you. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, looking to share, uh, you know, share share all your documentaries as they as they come out. So um, really appreciate your work. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe that's also a point where, uh, yeah, I, I want to say thank you again to everybody of uh, Nasser of the plebs it's 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 really amazing after working for four months on myself kind of on this and like uh yeah making a lot of decisions which 
um, people like in the bet in between after making the decisions to not talk about Bitcoin at all, there was like there were like a bunch of people like. I hope there's going to be stepathons in the documentary. And I was like, well, I'm going to rug you too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, uh, it's, it's true. Truly. Uh, I'm truly thankful for all of the messages, all of the um, like zaps and everything. It's, um, it's, it's highly rewarding to see all the community sharing it and sharing it with the families and sh like, even just seeing the people coming to Nostra as well, that's, I think, the most rewarding thing to see that, like, yeah, this video really put so much interest into some people that they are, like, eager now to figure out how this protocol works. And that's my that was my ultimate goal. So I think this is the most amazing thing about it. So, yeah, thanks to all of you guys. Again, I, I can't express my um, thankfulness enough. Uh, this is... Yeah, the, the last week was kind of wild for me. <laughs> well, thank you, Max, for everything you do. Uh, it is well appreciated by all the plebs, certainly by us. And thank you for staying up really late. I think it's 2 a.m. your time. Yes, right now. it's 2 a.m. Uh, right now. Yes. <laughs> appreciate your commitment to promoting your movie. Thank you for having uh, me. Of course. Uh, thank you for joining us. And we look forward to chatting to you when the next movie is out, which is what, in a couple of weeks' time or something yes, like that? Hopefully. I hope that this time I'll make the deadline and there's not a filmmaking friend saying, like, nah, fuck this shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I, I will post uh, for for podcasting. Uh, I will post um, the the Nostra documentary in the uh, show notes. It'll be our first time posting any link in the show notes. Um, and also, anybody in Bitcoin uh, meetups or Telegram groups or whatever your local Bitcoin, uh, share that documentary with them. Uh, there's a lot of you know, obviously, there's a lot of correlation between uh, uh, plebs and uh, nostriges. So um, something where it's it's a great intro. Um, so highly encourage that. You know, maybe gather around the Christmas tree uh, in Christmas and, and play it for the family, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone. And goodbye, gentle plebs. Thank you, guys. See you on Noster. <laughs>